0: I, I hate having, like, one-off credit cards that you use occasionally. So, like, my Home Depot card. Because then you're like, I have to remember to pay that off. And I randomly just remember to pay off mine. I'm so proud of you, man.
1: Welcome to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I am your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Toll bear Present. Cookie. What you do, Boo-Boo. And Big Mike. Let's go. Boys, it has been a week. We are all back together again. Not in the same room, but we are back on a schedule. We are getting episodes out. I was able to get together a rundown before uh Saturday morning, and we're actually able to record Saturday afternoon. This a, is a this day is earlier a, than we thought we would. A day earlier than we thought we would. I sent out the rundown. Everybody got real excited about the matches that I picked this week. It is a fun week. There's a
0: lot of shit that we have not talked about in a long time on this week's episode of $2 Stay. I just want to say we are not to the level where Jasmine wants us to get back to, which is you telling us our matches a week before.
1: We're never going to be on that level
0: again, (laughs) but ever again. I love getting a rundown on like a Wednesday or a Thursday.
1: You got it on a Friday.
0: (laughs) Fridays work too, because then I can wake up early on Saturday and I get to watch the matches. At least it wasn't two hours before we're supposed to record. I have done that (laughs) before. Hey, uh, I I think we're just going to skip this week, guys. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I got some classes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've only done that once, Maybe. Well, we've actually skipped. Yeah, once. Once? Yeah. Anyways, uh, how's your week been? Tolbear? Oh, starting with you first man. this week.
3: Pretty standard. Uh working through uh my, my rugby injury. Still. Uh, yeah, things are getting better there. Pro- two weeks. I'm it's progressing. Uh, how, how long?
1: What, what? what's a diagnosis for this mike
0: are we yeah. trying to like diagnose what for him to walk normally or
1: for him, di- him to not fucking bring it up on the podcast every week <laughs> give him me walk- three more
3: weeks and he won't yeah. talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's you asked what i've been doing that's literally what i've been doing i've been wearing
0: a knee brace and working he'll, I've been he'll be ready on the for couch. the sevens tournament at the end of june if he, wants, if he wants to play probably are you gonna play uh, don't tell my wife, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't,
2: I don't know if She's we'll have, not
0: a, happy with I don't me. know if we'll have enough teams for a C team, but you know, until the- C team, Jesus, you're going to look like
3: Jack, but with Dude. legs instead of arms, <laughs> but you know, just, just mortal
1: combat reference. For I, I've been
3: know. slaving away to the thirsty public. That's what I've been doing.
1: Any,
0: that's it.
3: That's it, man. No, no good bar stories. Not really, man. Not really this week. Um, trying to think no i mean we we always have to kick people out for being weird oh tell them what happened to winnie's today <laughs> what about what about what Did about no we, all right so we, we uh <laughs> no, we, we, we ordered some burgers it. me and i showed up uh, a couple hours ago and we uh we started watching mortal Kombat.
1: we haven't finished it yet so yeah. we're finishing oh, it. No, we've only got one hour left No spoilers. Oh. Mike came in i swear to god cookie mike came in and said I hope this is just the trailer, and I'm like, no, we've been here for a while watching
0: Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, guys? And
1: then he walked into the dining room and would refuse to look at the television <laughs> or anything. That's how uh-huh. I. And mean, had a, a, a fucking like uh,
0: sad oh, dog Timper face. Yeah,
1: sad dog face for about ten minutes.
0: I was like, guys, I don't, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see the middle. I don't want to see any of that. I like to see chronological, the whole movie.
1: And Talbert's like, dude, it's Mortal Kombat. It's not <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's like... It's...
0: And I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> but anyway, we, we got some delicious Winnie's burgers before uh, before we watched the movie. But we're sitting at the, at the pool up. You know, they have a curbside pickup, and we're sitting <laughs> beside this car. We got the windows down. We're relaxing, man. And it's busy. It's packed.
1: It's fucking packed. Yeah. It's Winnie's I'm on happy. a Saturday.
3: I'm, well, I'm glad Winnie's is doing well for a they, while. There,
1: there they were struggling. Tons of people waiting outside. It makes me so happy. And, and it was... It, it was a very busy Winnie. So for, you know, for how the, many
0: places we've lost during the pandemic. Yes.
1: I
3: was really worried about Winnie's.
1: I think Winnie's is going to be fine.
3: Yeah, it's going to be fine. But uh, Hans Moleman was parked next to us, apparently. <laughs> um, and uh, he, he was trying to get the service staff's attention. It was, it was pretty funny and pathetic at the same time. But our windows are down. We're parked right beside him. And he's going,
2: hello. Hello. Uh, Miss
1: Waitstaff. Hello. Hello. But every time he
3: says it. Vardim and I are I start cack- cackling, dude, to the point where he just gives up because he knows we're <laughs> laughing at him. Um, pretty comical. It's
1: like I, the lady
3: knows you're there. But what was it about? Did, did you He wanted his, his food.
1: <laughs> Hello, I'm here.
3: But he sounded a lot like, yeah, you know, Hans Molman.
2: Uh, Cookie, how was your week?
3: Uh, it was good,
2: man. I've just been researching apartments in Denver, you know, mm. starting that process. How, how, how's that look or feel? Oh, man. Hey, you're looking at about $1,000 a month for it, man. Just get a storage yeah. unit, Cookie. Let's check it in sure. Wilmington. Yeah, I not might just bad. live in my yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, that's going to be tough, but I think you can handle it, little buddy.
2: Oh yeah, no, I'm not worried about it. It's gonna be fun, no matter what. Loan loan money is fun money, but yeah, just get your medical card so weed's cheaper. That's uh, yeah, pro tip.
1: You've got glaucoma, Cookie.
2: <laughs> oh eyes, yeah, 100. Well, we'll this I got anxiety. I got a bunch of stuff.
1: I don't think well, anxiety maybe. Oh, that's reason. top
3: of the list, buddy. Is it? Yeah, that's why I... everybody has medical cards.
1: <laughs> oh, I have yeah. anxiety.
3: Yeah, exactly. See, there you go.
2: I'll pre- I'll prescribe you something, Aaron.
1: Anything else? Did you pop any bubbles this week? Anything
2: new? No, uh, I watched a Mortal Kombat movie, and it was my first movie. Like, my first... I, I didn't but watch the original. you never watched? Oh, I never watched the originals, so, like, this is my you first You never world. watched the originals? Mm-mm. I saw, like, bits and pieces. I how young Cookie is sometimes. I lived the original. Dude, the
1: originals <laughs> yeah. were... Like, I tried to rip up my cousin's heart.
0: I, there was a guy, a kid that... <laughs> Finish him. Lived, there was a kid that <laughs> lived on my street, and, like, I don't know if you ever experienced this, but, like, where I grew up, like, you'd go through waves of, like, hanging out with kids. Yeah. And, like, when a new Sega game came out, like... You would go hang it out was, with It him. was my time to hang out with David. And, like... You're a fucking parasite. Well, he's just, like... I mean, his house smelled weird, and then they uh, they had well water. <laughs> so, like, it just the water tasted weird. And this is before Brita filters and all that sort of stuff. So, it's, like, I didn't enjoy being there. Right. Other than playing Sega in his sunroom. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, man.
1: I just
3: tried to get over the smell of the house. The well water is, was <laughs> just so strong.
1: Mortal Kombat was the first rated R movie. I think my parents allowed me to go out and rent like under their tutelage. I didn't realize it was rated R. Yeah, the, the original was rated R. The second one by Annihilation, the really bad sequel, that one's PG-13. I, I saw that one in the theater and was just completely like, even as a 10-year-old kid, I'm like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. Cookie, ever. do
0: yourself a favor. In yeah. It. Go watch the original. The, it's so bad, Mike. The, the Goro. Johnny Cage, baby. <laughs> Johnny Cage was my man.
1: Everything about
0: that movie. And then like Shao Kahn.
1: Is yeah. that his name? The bad yeah. the bad guy with the skeleton yeah. face? Yeah. Comes down at the end and he's like, oh, we're going to fight again. Give I, me your soul.
0: I thought it was pretty badass. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, when I was like fucking eight, that was, that was awesome. Uh, Mike, now that you're talking about Mortal Kombat, how's your week been? I've had a really good week. Oh, good to hear. Now, granted, I, you know, I grinded it out. Uh I got, you know, we talked about taking that last breath of air. I'm I'm close to it. Okay. Um, You know, I spent three to five hours a night this entire week working on this project. I finally texted to you and said, I submitted it. I don't care what it looks like. I'm done. All I have to do is take my final. So I'm good there. Took the boys, had the boys this morning Um, as a single adult Father
1: or a single <laughs> dad?
0: As, as a single adult male like without your counterpart taking the boys to the park yeah great experience when you get there yeah this is what your wife goes through every fucking day no no she doesn't she doesn't know the eyes and the the experience i felt when i left so you know i'm trying to tell elliot like hey man five minutes like let's let's kind of wrap this up i got i had to pee and i had both boys i can't just leave my kid in the park while i go pee something like, i got we got to we got to get in the car i got to go to the bathroom he doesn't understand this and so i have to take well so he he's arguing with me. So then he goes. They have like these these plastic domes. When we grew up, we had those metal junk like yeah. deep domes that, whatever, like a parent can't get into anyway. Yeah, and well, when, like, when the sun was was hot that day, you yeah, have yeah. second degree burns. <laughs> and uh, and so well, they have, they have these like tiny little plastic domes, and he realized that I was trying to get him. So he goes inside. Well, inside there's this like little girl, laying on her like little blanket, and so he like. I'm looking in there. She's looking at me. I feel really weird. Like I can feel her parents' eyes on me, and I'm like, no. Like I got my one kid in my arm. Like my son's in there. I don't know if you saw him go in there, but like I'm not just trying to creep on your little girl. And where'd you get that baby, sir? That's (laughs) exactly. And and mind you, I had gone to the driving range, so I had had my wedding ring in the cup Mm. holder of the car. So Mm -hmm. I I just look like a guy and uh
1: stealing a uh, stealing stealing all about it Hudson's -Hudson's
0: cool Hudson's like yeah man this is fine this is fine so then Elliot finally I get him to like look away and he thinks he's free and clear and so he exits the dome and tries to run so I put Hudson down I run after Elliot scoop him up under one arm go grab Hudson on the other Elliot starts screaming hysterically, no, 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 no. Do you know what it looks like when you have... Like twelve adult eyes just staring at you as you take a child out of a playground while screaming, "No!" <laughs> <They're> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, no, like I have the Honda Odyssey. Like it's like, like I'm not a, a pedophile. I'm not stealing a child. Please don't judge me. You're like, why do you have a Honda Odyssey, but, sir? But I feel like <laughs> I felt so judged until I like hit the button in my like over my pants to have the the fucking doors open. Until that's I even it. worse until everybody saw that the, the, the van half was, of
1: those people had nine and one dial. right like, like i felt <laughs> they so already
0: like, not degraded but like I, I like i just like felt defeated because i was like man sometimes he leaves the park and he's upset but whatever it's me and amanda or it's just amanda sometimes he leaves the park fine but no he was literally under my arm as i'm carrying him out and he's just yelling no
1: no no no
0: well uh so <laughs> If
1: you guys hear about a six foot four, uh, three hundred pound man
3: abducting a child abducting in, in children Wilmington, North in North Wilmington, North Carolina. It didn't I'm happen. surprised our Amber alerts didn't go off on our phones <laughs> on the way over. I'm literally I'm, that, on that would this be way great. Over. We're watching Wee! Mortal Kombat and we get the I'm driving away going like there's they're gonna call the cops. You want to look out for a white Honda Odyssey,
0: Peluca looking dude. <laughs> that man, man looks so nice, and then all of a sudden he just abducted that child.
1: is this like a a steak shirt (laughs) on (laughs) anyways so uh we filmed our last football game last
3: night it was good we um passions were running high apparently
1: passions were running high man we had the other team's local broadcast uh in the other booth and uh when's the last time any of y'all have seen a 400 pound man cry his eyes out have you have you guys seen that in a while it's
3: been a while it was over so uh, over the debate of wrestling being real the last time i saw it. oh
1: it's still <laughs> real to me damn it yeah. that guy <laughs> I, mean, I know him i like i've met him i we're
3: facebook friends i'm friends with that guy
1: uh I saw him at a convention and he did a plug for Midnight Mayhem. He said, Midnight Mayhem, it's still real to me, damn it. And I'm like, you're awesome, thank you. Uh, so the guys were – there was a 400-pound man. His team won, and uh, he was literally crying in the booth beside us. And I'm like, what in, the, what in the hell is going on? And Sam's got his arms, like, up.
0: Like, it was just <laughs> a moment of, like – this is high school football. Like, if, if there was anybody that I think would cry, it may be Sam, but it's got to be a state championship. Yeah,
1: yeah, and no, it's got to be a state champion Because his
0: family's got ties. And there's difference. Yeah. a difference. That's a difference. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's anchored. You know, he went there. His family's been his there. His dad was the head coach for 10 years there. And that makes sense. This 400-pound man <laughs> crying about a regional championship I in a just, press box that isn't, isn't
1: box, his. It's not his. and The entire... <laughs> Like the announcer, when he's walking out, he's like, This guy's a fucking clown. Like he said it to me (laughs) as he was walking out, the announcer of the football game.
0: Wait, like the home announcer or like like
1: the PA guy was walking out. He's like, How about this fucking clown? And I'm like, Yeah, I know. (laughs)
0: Like Jesus
1: Christ. I love it. He's crying, like a grown man crying. Uh, anything else going on this week? I think that that was about it for me. It was a uh, kind of a low key week as well. For you got me. me
0: finishing up with class,
1: right? Yeah, I'm finishing up with the class from hell right now. Like I enjoy what I'm learning. It's it's an interesting class, and uh, it, it, I'm past the hump in that class. <laughs> and uh, it it is it has been a tough tough class, uh, but
2: I think that that I will be passing it. Yes, Cookie. Aaron, I got some. Uh, I got. I got something to talk about, man. Uh, okay? The hip hop community, man. We're we're struggling right now, man. And we haven't talked about it at all. But the passing of DMX, uh-huh. Black Rob, uh-huh. And Shock G from and Digital Underground. Shock
1: G Shock G kind of hit me.
2: That one hit me hard, man. All three of those guys, I used to listen to all three of those that guys growing up in middle school, man. Those like their music got me through middle school, that that awkward phase. Just rest in power, man. That's all I got to say.
1: I'll tell you, one of the first rap albums that I remember listening to was Flesh of My Flesh, yes. Blood of My Blood. Yes. And I was listening to it in uh, the school bus with this kid on, on the school bus. His parents were from Jamaica, and like he and I were sitting together. And yeah. um, he was the only kid on the school bus that listened to rap, obviously. And uh, why, why obviously, because he he was the only black kid on our school bus on on this school bus with me. There you go. And uh, so we're sitting there and uh, he's like, have you ever heard of DMX? And I'm like, (laughs) no. And I just remember hearing this man with the scariest voice in the world (laughs) say, I got blood on my hands with no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked a corpse. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, my God. It like blew my little like like mind, you know,
3: and then he started barking at him. Why is this man <laughs> barking at me? And I, I,
1: After that, I just fell in love with like hip hop and rap music and and having him pass away a couple weeks ago. Like that one was a little bit tragic. The shock G one. I really enjoyed when I was DJing downtown Wilmington long time ago, I had the digital underground Humpty dance. That was always one that got people dancing. And, and I loved the, a bunch of their other stuff that they, they came out with. So that one was definitely a big uh, a blow to, to my heart as well. And oh, yeah. we got word that Terry Funk got COVID this week. Oh, yeah, really?
2: Yeah. Jesus. It's
1: okay, though. It's Okay. Don't forget about Mongo. Mongo yeah, we'll talk about that no. in a second.
0: Jesus. That one's not okay. COVID got Terry Funk. To- yeah, yeah. He- COVID caught a case of Terry fucking funk. That's right. That's what I'm gonna believe and feel in my heart. Oh Terry, Terry might sell it. He's gonna sell it.
3: <laughs> but motherfucking COVID's gonna take a chair.
1: That's right. Damn right. I That's believe
3: right. Terry would use a chair to break up the mucus in his chest. <laughs> 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 Hit himself with it. Hey, run on down to the target. Go ahead and pick me up a couple metal chairs. <laughs> Gonna need them
1: forever. Uh, and also, a, a, a another bit of sad news in the wrestling community. Steve Mongo McMichael, former Chicago Bear, former Patriot, uh, great NFL football player. God, darn. Tolbert.
0: Sorry, sorry. I don't know if y'all heard that, but it was Tolbert. We're having Whoa. a
1: serious moment, and you're burping into the microphone. I took my headset off. Thanks, Tolbert. Uh, he was diagnosed with advanced
0: ALS, very tough ALS is one of those things. So essentially your body, so you have nerves and they, they conduct your, your muscles. Right. And so your essentially ALS it's called demyelination. So the, the avenues that the the brain sends signals to those nerves, to the muscles, basically just rots away. And so you lose the ability to fire your muscles. And it's, it goes from like your feet and hands up to your central system. And then you, pretty much everybody with ALS dies because they, uh, get pneumonia Yeah, and they stop or they stop breathing. Um, it's dude, it is one of the shittiest diseases. Yeah.
1: I, I had a friend growing up. His, his <clears throat> mom got it. Well, while
0: we were in college and it was like, and and so she had one good year. Yeah. Yeah. So you get, there's the fat, the quick one, which is like the Lou Gehrig's or it sounds like what um, he has, or you, you actually, you get the Stephen Hawking's ALS, which takes a lot longer. It's slower to progress. You can be intubated. And so then you have like a breathing tube that does it because eventually once it gets to your diaphragm, if you can't fire diaphragm, you can't breathe. And so you get, you get a a tube that, that can do it for you, but either what, no matter what, even if you lose all feeling, all sensation, you will eventually get pneumonia and die. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. And so like, no matter how like precautious your caregivers are or whatever it is, that's how everybody with ALS goes. It's so, super fucking sad.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely <clears throat> sad. And, and for somebody, you know, we, we picked on, we, we have picked on Steve Mongo McMichael in the past. He's not the best wrestler in the world, but he's entertaining. Yeah and we enjoyed what we watched from him. He he gave us hours of entertainment. He gave me hours of entertainment as a child, you know? Like I grew up knowing who this person was and this guy being such a, a great football player. So it, it that that was a tough blow for us to hear this week as well. Uh so this week when I was picking the matches Last month. Was it last month? That was women's appreciation month. It's it's pretty like women history month.
0: Sad that you don't even remember.
1: I I know. But Jasmine told me, she said, Aaron, you guys need to do something for women.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty sad that you had to be
1: told by my my girlfriend. So, and I'd been meaning to do this during the month that we had the mini episodes. So we had these two mini episodes, right? One of those was going to be what I picked this week. <clears throat> so for this week, I wanted to, to show a little appreciation for the AJW women. We, we talked about this before. We were going to do a full episode on AJW women. Um, and I finally bit the bullet. We had three matches this week. Some, some very interesting and different but fun matches this week. Uh, Mike were you entertained by women's wrestling this week? I was, very much.
0: Good. Because Mike is usually the as, one. As I said, I would rather watch all three of these matches than anything with Naya Jackson it. I get it. And it's not because she's a woman. It's not because she's, you know, terrible in the ring. Well, it is because she's terrible in the she's ring. She's
1: terrible in the ring. And um, careless.
0: People, you know, people think it's because she, you know, she's big or whatever. She's not attractive. No, no, no. She just sucks. These women's
1: women's these <laughs> women's is good. Uh, well, I was just said these
0: women's matches this week were phenomenal, they're great. There's big ladies, there's small ladies. Everybody kicks ass this week. All right. Well, so
1: you got the the warm up. Let's actually talk about some wrestling. For the first match this week, Big Mike, you have got the Jumping Bomb Angels against the Glamour Girls.
0: Well, that throws me off because I thought it was the Bomber Girls. The Jumping Bomb Angels. Okay, well, they never called them that. They they are called the Jumping Bomb Angels. All right, so we get the Jumping Bomb Angels versus will be Lonnie and Judy
2: mm-hmm.
0: or the glamour girls we'll call them Karen okay <laughs> yeah <clears throat> we got a bunch of Karens um this is from March 5th 1988 parts unknown because I don't uh, did you know where I don't was? know where it was taking place We've got Gorilla Monsoon mm-hmm. and a British guy on the Lord board. Alfred Hayes. Lord Alfred, Keene. do you have anything about Lord Alfred? He used
1: to be a wrestler. They hired him, and uh, he he managed a little bit, and then became an announcer.
0: Okay, sounds kind of lame. Um, all right, so this is 1988, and I don't know if you guys remember. A couple of years ago, there was a big push to make women's tag team wrestling a thing yeah. in WWF or WWE. And little did I know, because I you know newbie and all. Uh, I had no idea that it had been a thing previously. Correct. And so the Japanese, the Jumping Bomber Girls or whatever. We jumping Bomber Angels. I'm going to go ahead and call them Bomber Girls. Well, they, they that's not what their title is. Them. Well, they called them that in the, in the match. Yeah, I, I, they <laughs> didn't Maybe. even know their real names. And so they hold the WWF Women's Tag Champs Championships um, against two Karens. They come out with their valet, Mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Doesn't actually mouth anything. Not at all. Not through the whole match. Yeah, yeah it's pretty lame, actually. Build uh, I, from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Don't even know why he was there. Um, but they, the the Glamour Girls come out, and um, y'all remember how they used to go to the strip clubs and get the hoes for the hoe train? Mm-hmm. I think they went on down to the Macy's to get these two cairns. Yeah. Um, or the pool hall. I, would, I think these they are did, two barflies. They, 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 they didn't even look pool hall tough, uh, Aaron. They, they looked like Karens that were standing behind the cash register at the Macy's. These women look like they get their rocks off asking for your receipt for a return. Mm. They look like they love telling people that you can, can't use two coupons at the same time. I could see that. When you ask for help finding something at the Macy's, They asked to talk to your manager. That's right. Anyway, bomber girls come out. Fucking police escort. Yeah, why not, man? Booze. What's going on? These are the champions. They're getting booed coming on down to the ring. There there was Asian hate back then. Asian hate today, man. Y'all got to get your shit straight. Ain't nothing wrong with the Asians. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. I said that you know on uh, the other podcast we were on. Um, anyway, so the bomber girls come out. These girls can work. Let me tell you, Karen's didn't look like they should be there. No, the bomber girls look like they've been training for years. Yes.
1: they look like. So this is this was my first observation. It was the difference between Division One athletics and Division Three athletics. It's the same sport.
0: Absolutely, I was literally thinking the same thing while watching. It's this. the
1: same sport. They're they're playing the same sport. The difference in athleticism
0: was so apparent. I get contrasting styles, right? You Very get, contrasting. You, styles. you get the American style, the Japanese style, the the lucha libre style, all that sort of stuff. I can understand that. I can understand differences in translation. Like, how are you going to call in the ring if you don't know what, what you know, how, how to speak the language? The, these girls from Japan literally fucking wiped the floor <laughs> with these white chicks. These the blonde white chicks that look exactly the same that Jimmy Hart probably, I don't he's probably fucking both of them. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> All I know is like these, these Japanese girls come out and they're they, you know how athletic they are they get in the fucking ring they start stretching
3: they're stretching <laughs> like, yes. does like the drop split yes
0: <laughs> like, yes and, and it, it was so good and it comes it, while Judy smoking a man yeah, exactly. in the other yeah. corner and and you can see it because alright so the first part of the match is the Japanese girls just working the shit out of these white girls and like you know that these white girls are going what the fuck is happening Moolah never taught us that <laughs> there, there was at least there was one spot, the first tag from a white girl to white girl, that literally. They, they, the announcers played it up though. Like, oh, she didn't want to get tagged in. It's like, no, that bitch did not want to get <laughs> tagged in because they were about to get worked. <laughs> like, their shit rocked. Tober said that they were probably shooting. That's it. what to- Tober. At watched, one point, it looked like it. Tober watched four minutes of this match and literally goes, "Is this a shoot?" Because <laughs> <Like>, these <laughs> Japanese girls were beating the shit out of these two Karens. Um, it eventually does turn back into a wrestling match. Um, we get some like really again contrasting styles. So the rest, the Japanese girls are doing a lot of counters and holds and like transitions, whereas the the Karens are literally just doing a like, power slam
1: and power, yeah, body slam.
0: <laughs> back body drop like just like these kind of like just really regimented slowed down things whereas the japanese girls are like flipping into fucking arm drags and like all this sort of shit it was was great
3: my favorite thing about mike's match is they would they would go for a little bit of offense and the bombers would just like reverse it and like either kick them or slap them or chop them just like no fuck you
2: (laughs) that was the best
3: part
0: the thing about you don't see it a ton. You see it a little bit in today's women's wrestling, but you don't see it nearly as much as in the plethora of matches that we've watched. Is the 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 hair drag? Dolls. Yeah, like like the hair drag spot where they just like pick them up by their hair and toss them. And obviously, you know they're working together and all that sort of stuff. But it just looks vicious. Yeah, there's a lot of that. The uh, the white girls were really good at at doing that to the the poor Japanese girls. Um. I didn't take a ton of notes about the the work in between and all the spot sets and stuff. One of the Japanese girls hits a double clothesline, which you do see a little bit in today's wrestling, which was pretty, I don't know, interesting to see because I feel like in none of the tag team stuff we've seen with like the 80s guys and all that sort of stuff, you you don't see that then. You see it now. Um, At one point, the match descends into chaos well of course um i don't even know how to describe what's happening but you get both girls in the all four girls in the ring the referees like you didn't get tagged in you you didn't get tagged in all this sort of stuff um and the bombers end up winning because as it's devolved and all this sort of thing the one gets the uh what was it called a I mean, it wasn't a roll-up. It was it like was,
1: a victory roll almost. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was like she comes over the top, gets yeah. the legs up. Um, I So, Aaron's terrible about fight clubbing the the matches. He always wants to talk about the matches the day we, we get I together. He always wants I to talk excited. about the matches when he sends them, all this sort of stuff.
1: I, me and, and Cookie so, talked about your so match Cook, yesterday. Yeah,
0: well, Cookie and Aaron are like, oh, I wonder if Mike's going to hate his match. I really liked it, but the problem is they 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 put plant that seed in my head, and so I'm watching it. When those Karens came out with Jimmy Hart, I'm like, "What the fuck am I about to watch?" Yes, um, Flying Bomber Girls, or whatever they're called, jumping they, bomb angels, ju- jumping bomb angels, like rocked it out of the park, man.
1: And I think about it like, think about it like this: Women's wrestling in America up until that point was Mula.
0: Yeah, was the fabulous Mula, the Myrtle Beach girls.
1: It was those women that Moolah would train, Moolah would pimp out, Moolah would, would, you know, have this this harem of women that she had and she kept under her her control very, very much so like you saw from the Glamour Girls. Now, I don't know if the Glamour Girls were a part of Moolah's stuff, but I assume so because it was Moolah's style of professional wrestling. And you see this in 1987, it was still that kind of style. Well, 88 was the match, but
0: see, 88, yeah, it can, I mean, but it carried forward shit. I mean, damn near till the divas thing. Yeah. And then eventually we actually get to like women wrestlers. Right. And then you see this
1: contrast in style from the jumping bomb angels coming in and just blowing the minds out of everybody <laughs> yeah. in, in this, and, and especially the glamor girls.
0: Well, and, and And that's the thing. Speaking of blowing their minds, like, so these, these Japanese flying bomb angels come in to booze, police escort. People are throwing stuff into the ring. Yeah. Not like a lot of
3: garbage, but people, but are, throwing, garbage people are
0: throwing stuff into the ring during the match. And they leave his faces. Yeah. They leave as like roll-up champion, like retain their titles, and they leave his faces. Which I think is a, is a testament to just what they were able to do and how they were able to work it.
1: Well, it's like, a, like one of those FTR matches where, where people are not cheering and not really reacting. And then as the match kind of goes on, people start buying into it and buying into it. And by the end of it, people are like, oh, my God. Yeah, this, this is, is an
0: amazing wrestling match. Yeah. yeah, and I think the Flying Bomb Angels like, carried Karens from Myrtle Beach to the finish line. That's right. Uh, I have no idea. Whatever happened to the Glamour Girls?
1: I don't know. I don't, that honest to God, I had no clue who these people were until I saw this match. I knew who the Jumping Bomb Angels were because they had a little run in AJW as well, and that that was kind of the inspiration. I know I'd like to give you a little, um, I like to give you matches that were maybe more historical context than some, and I think that I. I remember these girls being a WWF tag team champion, women's tag team championship. So I was like, all right, you might buy into this one a little bit more. I was originally going to give you what I gave Tolbert.
0: So. Okay. I mean, I think I would have enjoyed that as well.
1: Yes, I think so as well. Mike, you're, you don't
0: have school. I still have school. I still have a final to okay. go.
1: Okay. So that's why the next, next week.
0: Yeah. You Next know, week I, you're I, gonna give it. I your sent own. out a, a tweet this week about Terry Funk and just how he's calling COVID yellow.
1: Yellow, so, yellow, you're, you're yellow. yellow.
0: Um, Travis, you're yellow. Travis, you know, listened to Aaron and created the best RVD <laughs> marijuana themed.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Travis. Two
3: dollars steak art. I think we've had ever the shit. <laughs> we didn't even mention it was four twenty. was yesterday, when I did, I completely I got so stoned and forgot what what did you do unfortunately well, i worked all day oh. but um not may or may or not i don't know i, I ate a lot of edibles and went to work, <laughs> i'm trying to say i'm trying to dance around and then he just <laughs> jumps right into it but either way
1: i think you're safe mike wouldn't be safe <laughs> taking edibles at work you're I, safe at
3: work yeah yeah did someone put a um uh, first time i've seen a nickel bag in a long time someone put a nickel bag <laughs> in my tip jar <laughs> i was cleaning I don't think it out i've
1: seen a nickel bag since i was in high yeah, school a
3: little vacuum sealed yeah, yeah i hadn't seen a nick in forever dude vacuum sealed though i don't think they were vacuum sealed back
1: no they definitely no, had definitely. like there was always that rumor they that somebody up, used yeah. uh like like crushing adderall in with the nickel bag or like <laughs> yeah. that my no, favorite kind of one was an adderall in yeah. a nickel bag what was the uh the embalming fluid somebody oh, smoked it, dipped it in PCP, man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: But it, no, it's just trash. Anyway, we we uh, I tweeted out the art that, from last week, which was amazing. Chef's kiss to Travis. Um, he listened to Aaron, and we like that could be a shirt. It really could.
3: Sp- <laughs> Speaking of shirts, I did on four hundred and twenty purchase the uh, stoned, stoned cold, cold uh, parody t shirt, which I cannot wait to get.
0: I uh, I also want to give a shout out to Tolbert. Tolbert had a, a Instagram this week of Bull Nakano. Uh, that was this morning. Uh, you know what though? I will, I will say when Tolbert does post, Tolbert does provide. He brings it. the uh, the content, the labels, the titles, Thank everything you, about it. Thank you. It it gets excited and it gets likes. So uh, we had
1: a fun retreat this week when it came to the how how fun was that? How the synchronicity between the Iron Chic. Uh, posting that animated story <laughs> about him getting stopped
0: the same week that we talked about it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I wish he would retweet us instead of us retweet him, but um, he, he did. we, we did um, retweet the story of the Iron Sheik and um, what was his name? Hacksaw Jim, Hacks Jim, Hacks Jim Duggan. Yeah. And, uh, you know, their whole... Fiasco. It didn't match up exactly with the way the article portrayed it. Well, I
1: think the article may be a little bit more factual than than a man (laughs) with
0: CTE and and who was high at the time. (laughs) Yes. But either way, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at number two dollar steak underscore. Occasionally we provide some really, you know, chef's kiss content.
1: All right, for the strong style, Cookie, it uh, looked like you you had to, to urinate during the uh, mic segment. Did you, did, did you go pee? No, oh, he had to go get a new beer. He had, had to get a new beer, man. Sorry, sorry, Cookie. Cookie, you had uh, the match I was most excited for this week. You had Akira Hokuto against Manami Toyota.
2: Okay. Crack one, boys. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a long segment. Y'all ready for this, man? I'm <laughs> totally ready. For I it. might have to run to the fridge. Saturdays <laughs> for the cookies. <laughs> I got a
0: lot to unpack here, boys. Hey, buddy, I... that was a 25-minute barn Sorry. burner. Yeah. Uh, I bet you do have a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got a I got a uh, a message from on the WhatsApp from Mike at six o'clock this morning saying, I'm really pumped about this match. Well,
0: mm-hmm. it mean, was more of a joke because it was just like Japanese lettering yeah. versus Japanese
2: lettering. <laughs> <laughs> like, really- I can't wait to watch this. Yeah. Was this for a title? I don't think this was even, for I a don't t- think it was for a title. No, like,
1: <laughs> it was just for pride. Yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck it was for, but they were it fighting was- for
2: something. Fight- they didn't yeah, they like the each goal. other. <laughs> All right. Boys, there's an aesthetic that comes with women's wrestling, especially in the 90s and in Japan. First off, you got Akira Hakuto coming out with the funkiest bass line. I mean, it sounded like some Thundercat beats. Mm. And she's dressed in all black. She looks like an undead bride. Like, I know that, like, she dresses for the occasion. So I know this is going to be a great match. And then Manami comes out. And I mean, she comes out to some generic music. And it's all good, but. Uh, <clears throat> Because, you know, it's all about the pageantry, you know? And she's she's about that action, mm. you know? She's about that action for sure, because she comes out swinging. What sucks for her is she ended up on the outside of the ring with Akira doing, like, a senton on top of her. Wasn't a good start for Toyota. No, she was she was fighting from behind. She was, but, like, this, Aaron, this, there wasn't even a minute into the match yet. The no. match hadn't even started yet, and these girls are already going at it. There's, like, some heat. There, there must be something going on between these two women that we don't know. But this match was like watching how I describe it is like watching the orchestrated car crash. Yes. <laughs> These girls don't miss a beat. I mean, Hakuta drops Toyota with a nasty back suplex. Toyota pops back up, hits the top rope for a middle rope drop kick. Like the pace of this match is just unreal, especially for women's wrestling today. No offense.
1: I was texting you today and I said it was like two Daniel Bryans going against each other. Yeah. Like the, the pace. To one up each other. Yeah, and then
2: like the sprinting and the pacing, it was yes. it was wild. Yes. They like with unlimited stamina for twenty-five yeah. <laughs> minutes. These women are just going to the top rope. They're dropping each other on their heads. It was a it was a slobber knocker. That's what JR would call it. And oh oh of of course he would this was ridiculous it, like if this was a if this was a last woman standing match i i think i could see that I, I could see it being a last woman standing match that's how like hard these women were going in 1995 of all times yeah oh man i love women's wrestling and i want this i want the ladies product like the ladies product of today or today's product i want women to like push their limits to to this standard right here. I feel like some of them are. I mean, like Sasha Banks. I
1: think Sasha Banks is is is. very much like Manami Toyota. Goes
0: after it. Like some of those matches with like Bailey or that Becky match, like when they were in the cage, like she gets it. She also hurts herself like every time. Yeah. But uh, I feel like Bianca Belair can do it too. Aaron, are you okay? You keep looking around. Like, well, th- there's a
3: car. I think Paul Walker is outside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Car a, somebody or. in Sunset Park is doing full Tokyo Drift. Somebody's
2: doing donuts in Sunset Park.
1: What's that fucking song? <laughs> <laughs> it's that I'll miss you or whatever. You're fa- What is? Oh, i see you again.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be... <laughs> Anyways... uh. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so I do see a lot of Manami Toyota in Sasha Banks. I can yes. see that, and I see a lot of, I wouldn't say biting of this style, because nobody's really been able to kind of recreate what these two had in the ring yet. And it, it's it's kind of a testament to that AJW style. AJW yeah. was very intense, and we'll talk about it a little bit when we talk about Bull Nakano. Yeah, but these people, like this this group of women, were taught a style that is very much like a man.
0: Well, that's where I don't I don't want to step on Cookie's toes, so I won't mention the move. But there there were things that happened in this match that you I have yet to see men pull off yeah. today yeah. because yeah. that shit takes fucking stones. Yes, to do
2: yeah, a hundred percent, and like. I, I kind of equate Monami Toyota to Ray Phoenix, but she's more controlled than Ray Phoenix, where Ray Phoenix will just throw himself
1: yeah, and doesn't give a fuck.
2: But Toyota cares a little bit more, and she, she'll hit it every time. It's not guaranteed that Ray Phoenix is going to hit his mark every time. Right. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into the countdown. And, and one last
1: thing. She's like 20 years old in this match. Really? She is like – she started wrestling at age 16 in the AJW system. Oh, my God. Which is absolutely mind-blowing to me that, that she hit her peak in at, at like, 20 years old. It's child yeah. abuse. That's insane to me.
2: People All right. Talk, people talk about how – I'm sorry. People talk about how young some of the wrestlers are today, like Rhea Ripley being 24 and stuff like that. Rhea Ripley isn't doing the shit that Manami Toyota doing. No, nobody's doing it, men or women. No. Like, this shit is ridiculous. (laughs) All right. right. Cookies top four. Number one. All right. We're not even five minutes into the match, y'all. Akira Hakuto goes up to the top rope, but Toyota is there to knock her down to the outside floor. Now, the cameraman is positioned right behind Hakuto, who is now on the floor. And what you see next is Akira Hakuto jumping off the top rope. I'm sorry, it's Minami. It's Minami Toyota. Toyota. Yeah, it's Toyota. Toyota jumping off the top rope to the outside, delivering one of the most beautiful drop kicks that looks so painful because we saw Hakuto's perspective from it. This is the dirtiest move I've ever seen in wrestling. That shit was gnarly. Dude, this this is what I was talking about.
1: And you think about it. Today, nobody is going to do that move without five people under them to catch them. Manami took a flat back bump
0: from that uh, dropkick to the outside. I don't care how, like, small or big. And, like, just seeing somebody go to the fucking top rope turnbuckle, jump to the outside, and deliver a crisp two feet to somebody's chest. Yes, was like, I almost spit my coffee out. Like, yeah. It was disgusting to watch. And we're not even five minutes. In no, somebody. no. Like, 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 Hey, let's set the tone. Like, let's go. <laughs> and, and and you would think that like,
1: it would slow down from that. It doesn't. No, it gets crazier.
2: It doesn't. I was like, Oh, here's the high spot. Like, this is going to be my number one. And I don't know if I'm gonna be able to top this. Boy, good God. <laughs> Did I top it? Number two. Number two, simply Manami Toyota is the GOAT when it comes to athleticism in that ring. This woman is slash was leagues ahead of her time. If you would have told me that an Asian woman, I'm just going to be very specific, an Asian woman was box jumping to the top rope and doing cross bodies in the mid 90s. I would have told you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> like what? Well, okay, go and, fuck yourself. You know what? And Cookie's
0: got a full faith in Bull Nakano that she might have been able to pull anything. <laughs> no, up, but not yeah, that. But not, <laughs> that. But not no, that. not
2: that. Bull's not doing that. I love Bull. She's an athlete, but Toyota is leagues ahead of Bull Nakano. She is. She's my goat when it comes to women's wrestling. Yeah. After this match. Not only does she, not only is she doing that, box jumping to the top rope like Shelton Benjamin, but she's doing shotgun drop kicks to the chin. To the chin. Now I'm not talking about kneecaps. I'm not talking about kicking to the gut like some of the women's wrestlers today. I'm not gonna use any names. Mike used a little bit of them. <laughs> God damn, Cookie. This chick's got bunnies. She's kicking people in their chin, and Hakira Hakuto is taller than her. I'm tipping my hat off, my sweater off, my shoes. All of it for Manami Toyota. Jeez. Cookie's naked right now.
3: Butt yes. ass naked.
2: <laughs> All right, boys. I'm going to do my honorable mentions before I get to number three.
1: Jesus wow. Christ. Wow. wow. This is the, the first weird. ever. Second. This is the first yeah, it's time a, ever. I think I know what the rating is going to be, but I don't want to oh jinx God. it, boys.
2: Don't jinx it. All right. Let's talk about strong style real quick. Not long after that drop kick to the outside, Akuto takes the advantage and gets Toyota in a full mount. And then she just full on slaps the hell out of Toyota. Yes. And and she like looks up at her like for a half a second, like, I don't think that was planned. Like I think it was that was a full on potato. Just yeah. slapped the shit out of her. And like and she tries to slap her back and Hakuda just starts fucking hammer fisting her. Just like she's like, I don't know, if her Dean was ref in this match, it, it would have been called. Uh, yeah. she- <laughs> it would have been called after the, the drop kick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, hey, kudos to Toyota, though, uh, because she fights back. She starts slapping back. And then – and but, like, her slaps are connecting. But, like, Hakuto puts her in, like, one of the strongest sharpshooters that I've ever seen. Like, their submission moves were even crisp. So their submission moves, you got to
1: believe, like, how flexible these women were. They, like, th- it looked like a backwards, like, C. Like, nice. her back was completely – bent into a way that like I've never seen before on those on those submissions.
2: It was very uncomfortable to look at. It was. And I, I wanted to tap for her. I was like, ooh, like that, like your back shouldn't bend that way. But I mean if you're 20 years old, your back can bend certain ways that it, it won't be able to six years later. So right. T- to each their own, I guess. My next honorable mention, kind of piggybacking off of what Mike said, one of the more unique moves that you don't see a lot today. The use of Akira's hair. She uses her hair in this match. Uh, now, not everyone here has had long hair in the past. Oh, sorry. Now, everyone here has had long hair in the past. Some of us still do. Some of us don't. I'm not saying any names. But anyway, <laughs> Tolbert's balding.
0: <laughs> that's fucked up, Tolbert.
2: I was talking about Mike, but anyway, no, that's no, fucked up.
0: Cookie, my my hair is down to my eyes now, man.
1: <laughs> I Mike's getting a
2: haircut on Friday. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Uh, picture someone that has a hold of your hair by the base of it, and then they just start rotating 360 degrees, and then they throw you across the ring by your hair. Right. That, that hurts. That that ouch. Like it's it's the little heel things like that that kept me invested in this match. I'm just like, I haven't seen it before. That's unique. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. So kudos to them. Every German suplex – uh every suplex in general, someone was landing on their head. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Toyota did a moonsault at one point that was completely flawless. Two count. Hakuda counters a hurricane into a power bomb. Nasty. Drops on her neck and her head. Akira Hakuda hits a freaking poison rana that reverse uh um was it, a reverse hurricane rana? Mm-hmm. In the in the mid-90s, she's doing this stuff. She's doing stuff that I saw in like the late late nineties and early two thousands by men. I saw like Jeff Hardy doing this stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, he's an innovator. Little do I know, five years before this, like these two little Japanese women are fucking killing it on the AJW scene. Right. Unbelievable, man. Hey, but <clears throat> last last one, real quick shout out to Toyota for using one of my favorite moves that I used to use in all my wrestling games. It's called the Queen Suplex, but it was that move where you know you cross the person's arms. And then you pick the person up and then you drop them on their neck.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I don't know if she innovated that move. I don't know if you know this or not. I don't know. I don't know. She's the creator, but that move was fucking cool and different. (laughs) Ah, So we get beer for the poor man. All right. Number three. Number three. (sighs) What the fuck is wrong with these women? That's how I started. Like, honestly, where like, where's the beef at? I, I don't my, know man. I wish I knew the storylines a little bit more. I Aaron, I wish you did too. I want to know who hurt them. Like did, did <laughs> was there a man involved? Like who hurt y'all? Are y'all just fighting for like for fame, for for clout. What is going on? My concern comes from this fisherman brainbuster that Aaron you texted me about. You said, dude, fisherman suplex brainbuster. It's it's it was, absolutely one
1: of the gorgeous most gorgeous moves I've seen and I'm surprised I've never seen it before.
2: And like Akira didn't like gently drop her down; she like spiked her. Yeah, spiked her, and that should have been a match. If that would have been match, I'd be like five stars already. Five stars, good match. She drilled her two count, like, and then and then Toyota bridges out of it. She doesn't just kick out; she bridges out of it. If these two aren't like regulars at physical therapy right now, I'll be shocked. <laughs> I swear, like Mike. I'm sure you get uncomfortable watching certain matches. Like I got, I was so uncomfortable watching this match around this. Point. I can only imagine what
1: I can yeah. only imagine.
0: <laughs> um, what, yeah. What they go through. I mean, Granted, they probably didn't wrestle like this every single time.
1: I don't know, man. I've every Minami Toyota match
0: that I've seen, she's doing this. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, she's probably, you know, making money for somebody then.
2: Yeah, she she has to be. She like she, she will do a suicide dive and run at full speed and like will hit the guardrail at full speed or the yeah, the rail or whatever. And I'm just like, dear God, woman, like, rel- like, what are you doing right now? Stop. You don't have <laughs> hey, to do hey that. Hey, Cookie, maybe she doesn't know it's a work. Maybe. I don't maybe think she, she does. does. <laughs> I would hope so. All right. Aaron, I'm going to take it over from here. 3.5. When it comes to the ta- to that table spot, the first one, I legit said, please don't do it. Please, please don't do it. Those Japanese tables, they don't give. No. They literally have z- zero give to them. They are hard as fuck. So when Toyota jumps off that top rope for that splash on the Hakuto, you could hear the wind get knocked out of her. Yeah. And the table just slowly collapses with the, the two bodies on top of it. <sighs> Dear God. And this is only like, I think, 18. We're only 18 minutes into the match at this point. 3.69. <laughs> Manami Toyota does a springboard to the outside and flat backs it onto the mat. She just fucking flat backs it. We're, we're like 19 minutes in and she just does a jumping senton for no reason. There's no belt. I, she just jumps and flat backs it. She literally does a senton to the mat and my back hurt after that one. They were on the ground for about a minute after, I'm sorry, they were on the ground for about a minute and I, I think they were checking on each other at that point. Yeah. Because like You could see them talking to each other. And it just reminds me of like I I, I don't even know if Man and Undertaker's cage match is worse than this. Like I know they 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 went through some bumps in that match, but there's like two major bumps in that, and this there's like fifty. Exactly. There's there's so many like high spots in this match. You should have gave this to Tober, and I don't even know if he would have been able to like. Write like one haiku about this. He may have had to write three or four about this one. He's overwhelmed right now.
0: 3. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. After Aaron said that, all he did
3: was shake his head. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't speak. Did you eat an edible? No. I did not. I've got some, but I did not eat one.
1: Because nice. I, I was thinking that like right now is when it's starting to kick in. <laughs> We haven't heard from we gotta for, finish Mortal I'm just Kombat.
3: Waiting for Cookie to get through this countdown. <laughs> He's gonna be like 3.758. Next <laughs> 3.14 repeated.
2: 3.81. <laughs> the referee has <laughs> lost <laughs> control. The referee has lost control of this match at this point because they're walking around on the outside of the ring. And then, oh, would you look at that? They found another table. Oh no, they're getting on top of this table. Here comes another high spot, dear Jesus. Please don't do anything stupid. These are just the thoughts that are going through my head. They said, fuck all that noise. Jackknife powerbomb to Manami Toyota onto that Howard Varnum table. Yes. My dad built that. (sighs) This is one trip to Japan. Yeah. Well, he he probably built all those tables and they're still. (laughs) (laughs) There's still a little Manami Toyota like outline in it. Oh, my God. 3.93. Please be done with the table. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not done with the table. Another jackknife powerbomb onto the table. Wait, why is Akira going to the top rope? Fuck it. Yeet. She just drops her full body weight <laughs> on the Manami Toyota. If this was the last woman standing match, this would have been the finish. The referee literally had to drag both of their carcasses into the ring to finish the match. Now, that is selling. Now, that... It's something that I have never seen. I've never seen a referee pick both women I up either. And say, All right, now finish the match. Here, get in the ring. Y'all are done. Let's go.
1: Take oh. it home girls.
2: All right. Number four. Manami Toyota somehow gets up and delivers not one, but two brain busters. And she doesn't even hook the leg. She just like drapes her arm across Akudo's body for the win. This match is finally over after two brain busters and the last shot of her young lions or whoever they are holding her up because she couldn't stand chef's kiss chef's kiss to a, to a unbelievable matchup. Like I, Aaron, you gave me this, I was like, okay, this is just going to be another match that I've seen before. Right. These two women, I know they can work, but Holy hell, they worked for no goddamn reason. There was no belt. There was no trophy. There's no medal. No one got a cookie at the end of it. Dear God, these two women, listen. I make a lot of jokes about the golden cookie, but honestly, this is the official golden cookie award. All right. It's no. already. 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 No more. No, no. no. no, no nomination. No, no ceremony. I, I, I,
0: said,
2: I said a long time ago that the golden lovers match was just Kenny Omega and Abushi. Um, yeah. Ibushi, that they got it. They're number two now. This match is officially number one in my golden cookie books. And I don't know if there will be a third because, dear God, these women put everything on the line for clout, just for clout. To,
0: like, put the link to this match's in Instagram profile, <laughs> his Twitter profile. He's, he's tweeting Bull Nakano right now, breaking up with her. Like, hey, Bull, <laughs> love you. You ain't Toyota.
2: <laughs> still may have a shot with Manami Toyota. <laughs> There you go. That's the the golden cookie. The golden (laughs) cookie.
1: One of the craziest matches we've ever had on the show. Uh, I was highly entertained watching it. Um, I just, I I remember yesterday, Jasmine's folding her laundry or folding our laundry on the couch. And I'm like picking matches. And I find this one. I press play and I'm watching it as she's folding laundry. And she's like, what the hell's going on? And we look and I'm like, I just want to thank you so much for allowing me to listen to Japanese commentary that I don't understand and women screaming for 25 minutes and just me being so happy and entertained. And she's like, yeah, like it, I, I get it. This is your passion.
2: Stuff like that. Matches like that are, are the reason why I love wrestling so much. I was, I was 100% entertained. Mike, if you weren't entertained by that match, then you don't have a pulse. Dear God. Bro, I, I told you. I'm locked in.
0: Locked in. I already tweeted out while you were doing that. I tweeted out a tweet about it. (laughs) Um, Hopefully, Blood and Guts lives up to that. Lives up to that match.
2: It should.
1: All right. So, we have had... uh, we've had a a tale of two different styles we've had a tale of of two styles that were similar fast pace now it's time to rein it all in i want to see blood i want to see an angry badass heavy metal punk rock fight (laughs) that's exactly
3: what this is
1: Uh, Tolbert, there was some controversy when I signed you this match this week. Uh, one cookie said that uh, he was not going to give up his girl for anybody. I think now that after he's watched his match, he has officially given up his girl to you. Uh, you have got dump Matsumoto against one bull Nakano.
3: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, at first, can we just acknowledge how awesome Dump Masamado's name is?
1: It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it, yes. It's great. It's incredible.
3: <laughs> All right. So this is uh, this is Japan probably, uh, yeah, this is 1986. Okay. Long time ago. Very young Bull Nakano. You the year tell, that I was born. Yes. Uh, I was a year old. I was barely a year old. So this is a very young Bull Nakano. Um, you know she's she doesn't quite have the stature that we're used to you know she usually towers over everybody she has a crazy tall hair and she just dominates so uh so i think she's breaking into the business she's been a part of this faction which is a, a hardcore from what i can tell like a punk rock kind of street gang faction she's been a part of
1: and they're like 100 punk rock
3: yeah and and they roll deep they've got a, a thousand young lions and all all this crazy shit, but I guess she wants to break away. She's like, "Hey, I don't, I want to be, you know, I, I'm really into the Grateful Dead, and, and you guys can't appreciate. You guys are listening to the germs out. and the bad brains.
1: I just Which want to she listen. She still
3: appreciates, but you know, she she just wants to branch out a little bit. Right, maybe right. maybe go hang out with the post punk kids. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, it's not
1: always just angry in your face. Yeah. Oh, I want to let just
3: chill. Well, the faction is not happy about this, Varnum. They they said, no, you can't, you know, you can't just leave like that. You can't just walk away. I don't know. I'm just speculating this is <laughs> what would be going on. I think it was very you similar. I, when it yeah, was. talked about it. And this is what we came to. Um, they, they have some kind of K-pop stars at the announcer table. I did not.
1: Uh, Cookie said, uh, texted me last night and said, I don't know who's sitting at the table, but I think she's hot.
3: <laughs> okay. That's fun. Yeah, she's cute. She's cute, but obviously she's some kind of like early K-pop star or something. Like a guest commentator, if you will. Um, The crowd is completely on both sides. They're chanting her name, loving it. Everyone's like, "Do you, girl? You you do your thing. Whoop that ass, you know." So, first off, I have to comment on on their outfits. Dump Masamoto has this huge orange wig like spiked out vest. I mean, just dressed to the nines. Looks like something off the warriors, like just rolled off the subway,
1: like a final villain in double dragon.
3: Exactly. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? Like yeah, you're definitely. like looking at it and you're like, God, yeah, okay. And, and she's got the kendo stick too. You know, she's ready to roll. Bull uh, is, is more of a flock of seagulls. Look yeah. more of a, a new wave a Indie kid. Look, you new, know, new wave some feathers and yeah. like a bird mask, but still rocking a pretty sweet Mohawk. She'll I put on say. a Devo record. Yeah. All right. So there is a little bit of size advantage for Dump. She's a big girl. She's huge, actually. Um, and she doesn't waste any time. She's like, fuck you. And she starts beating her with that kendo stick immediately. And for about 10 minutes, she just beats the shit out of Bull That's That was the first 10 minutes of this match. Her just throwing her around. I mean, just ta- I mean, massive suplexes. Bull would get in some offense here and there, but she would just reverse it and just be just mean, dude. And right <laughs> off the bat, man, she busts bull open with the kendo stick. She gets her ringside young lions trapper, uh, and they start just punching her, beating over the stick. She starts gushing blood. Um, well, she she digs deep. She comes back, and uh, she starts handing it to dump. You know, she draws some color from her. Uh, dump starts bleeding like stuck pig. I mean, just yeah, like, our- at one point, yeah. they're just both gushing blood in this match. Um, and they don't stop. And they, they, they do these little transitions where they go to roll all the ring. But I like how they transition to the next little spots. You know, they'll go for a rollout, but automatically they're either grabbing their hair or, you know, bashing each other with, the you know, the uh, the guardrail or the kendo stick, what have you. Uh, so they never really stop, man. They just keep it rolling. And it just gets more brutal and brutal and brutal. You see halfway through the match, we'll take a wicked wicked brain buster where you see her like neck compress a little bit like she gets she gets spiked a little bit there she does get some pretty sweet suplexes on dump but the size difference and how big she is she just barely gets her her, her, gets her over but she just takes all of that on her neck um dump does respond to some more brutal suplexes as well uh where she kind of just throws bull and just just massive bumps the whole time um the crowd is like worried about Bull Nakano. They're, I was they're gasping and they're like, dude, our hero is getting the shit beat out of her. So uh, we're, we're coming to a close here. We have a lot of action in and out of the ring. We even have a dog chain spot where Dump wraps uh, uh, Bull's neck up in a dog chain, leads her around the ring into the crowd, showing her, look, is this, is this your champ? I don't think so. And just beats her bloody right in front of the crowd. Deliver some of the gnarliest clotheslines I've ever seen. One almost flips bull completely around and this ends up being her demise. She pins her for the win. Um, Crowd's not happy. Dump immediately goes to the top turnbuckle and with her bloody face and her T-Rex arms flips off the crowd. (laughs) She has very small arms, (laughs) uh, uh, but she flips off the crowd immediately. And decides, you know, hey, I'm gonna help uh, clear these motherfuckers out. <laughs> so she she, uh, she jumps the rail, all bloody, swinging her kendo stick. The crowd is terrified, dude. She is creating a full-on like crush. Like people are stampede. trampling each other, trying to get away from her.
1: I'm seeing people fall down. The the guys uh, at, at the, the commentary booth can't get their headsets yeah, off. Yeah, they're quick dragging enough. mics
3: and cords yeah, everywhere. The, People the are running.
0: Like, looked like he was going to try to stab her with his microphone. <laughs> Just to <laughs> keep get her away at bay. Me. Yeah. Like.
3: Yeah, but it, it, I had to think. I was like, I hope this is the main event because <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the arena is fucked. There's <laughs> chairs everywhere. People are screaming and running. Can you oh, imagine it, if it wasn't? that? I, it
1: was like the curtain opener. Like, sorry, uh, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we scared the first
3: half, match scared half the crowd away. Eventually, Dump makes it all the way to like the mid-level stands and clears the crowd up all the way, and then she just stands victorious. On the bleachers, raising her little arms in the air. <laughs> Bloody face and all. She's pretty awesome, right? Pretty badass. Dude, like I pretty talking, badass. it reminded
0: me of the, the Becky Lynch part where she's standing there, arms up, yeah, face bleeding.
2: Yes, Cookie. Yeah, as she's walking through the crowd, it's just like she's got a hunchback while she's doing it, so <laughs> she just looks even more animalistic. Oh, man, what a sight. But, yeah, That's like... crazy. I would have loved to been
1: at some of these matches I would have loved just
0: like can we go back to like 1980 something and just go to a wrestling match yes that's all I want to do I want to go in like when kayfabe is real and like I just want to see and experience it especially in the south
1: live I I would love to be at you know see yeah like a south where, where people are trying to stab the wrestlers Or in in Japan, when when Leatherface comes out with a chainsaw and chases people around. Or Dump. It it was such a cool time for professional wrestling in the 80s.
3: Yeah, but these ladies beat the shit out of each other. I have to mention, there is a spot where they throw uh, a kendo stick to each other. And they just go full-on Kendo-style beating the crap It was out like each a lightsaber other, battle. Exchanging blows. But, yeah, it's it's like a lightsaber battle, but if you just hit each other in the head <laughs> <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> Didn't even try to block. No, it was wild. <laughs> but, yeah, a wild match. And we can definitely see how her style develops from here, where she went on to be just a absolute brutal beast in the ring.
1: Dude, if she's going through matches like this, like – in the first couple years of her career, you yeah. know, she's got like a, a, a big future ahead of her. Of
3: course. Of course.
1: Cookie, uh, do you still love Bull after seeing her lose for, for, for
2: this match? It hurt me to see Bull lose, but I knew it was like a part of her process. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I was, was going to say, so this it was is. this match let her to be able to go to the t- top of the cage, yeah, and, and jump do that sit-down power bomb or whatever it was the, the leg drop. Leg drop that was it. That just fucking destroyed that poor chick. This Man, built her to that.
1: I we we need more like AJW matches. They're
0: so this fun. This is better than half the shit on TV right now. It's
1: ninety percent of the shit on television right For, now. I mean,
0: there's if there's three nights of wrestling, four if you count Impact. It's better than seventy five percent of the shit that's on TV okay. right now. Okay,
1: okay, you're doing Steiner math over here.
2: <laughs> Talk to him, Mike <laughs> to get that shit.
3: That
1: means a hundred. You got <laughs> thirty three and <laughs> thirds
3: of a third. All I knew was I have to get another TV, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Real quick, real quick. Like we saw three great matches today. Mike sent a text into the chat last night that said. Oh no! Apollo is doing some type of like Coney 2012 oh gimmick. Yeah, no, I, I, well, it was like I didn't realize
0: he was doing like a full-on African Ni- warlord, Nigerian Yeah, African warlord. <laughs> African warlord thing with this Aziz guy. That is yeah. just so fucking bad.
1: If I were taking this class ten years from now, we would be studying that about racial. I'm like, well, <laughs> in my
0: head, I'm like, dude, it's like 1990. Okay, I get it. It's 2021. Yeah, and you had Apollo. Go from no accent to an African accent. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right. Kofi- I mean, he is Nigerian, but like, but he grew up in California. But like you bring Kofi in, he has a Jamaican accent from the start, quote unquote. Right. Like, dude just went from like Titus Worldwide yeah. no accent to like Nigerian prince. To Wycon- Wakanda. kinda wizard yeah. staff, Wakanda <laughs> with a commander as like this shit. How is this flying in 2021? I don't know. Good question. So we had it. Uh, oh, Tolbert. Tolbert.
3: Would you like to hear the haiku?
0: I would
1: love to hear.
3: He typed this haiku out. I typed it. Typed it. Saving paper. It's Earth Day. Yesterday was <laughs> Earth Day. <laughs> it was Earth Day. <laughs> Every day is Earth Day when you smoke it, brother. <laughs> Oh man. Oh, not to mention, um, uh, a call to action for all my fellow smokers call your local representative <laughs> and tell them you want bill 617 passed and you want it passed now. Um, if you live in the state of North Carolina. If
1: you live in the state of North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So that is a is it a recreational or medicinal? Both. Hell yeah.
2: All
1: right, so there we go. Uh <laughs>
2: That's the haiku. That's it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that was my haiku. He's going to give the, the phone number for your local. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm Call buy, Tom Tillis. I'm going to buy one of those rushing dialing machines. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Bull, ready to rock? Nakano gets brain busted. Hmm. Dump shits on the crowd.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Love that was
0: good. it. Love it. Can I say I'm I'm proud of you two for not making a mockery of Dump's name?
1: Well, I after seeing her, I would
0: not want to. Uh, yeah. I I I'm
1: just
3: so proud like like, like we can I, get, we can get some very like When you see her freshman suplex, style humor yeah, on this podcast, That's low-hanging fruit, Mike, but when you see her super <laughs> for the first time, you're like, "Oh, that's why they call her Dump because yeah, she, she dumps, dumps you on <laughs> This chick kills. <laughs> she, uh She's something.
1: Like, she had the balls. I have seen a, a picture of her coming out with a fucking swastika on her jacket. Like, think about the heat of a what Japanese do, woman coming out with a swastika. What do you think
0: Tober would do? He's behind the bar. And a chick like Dump walks in with a kendo stick and a swastika jacket. <laughs> I would be, he would just sw- just I would be so confused, first just off. Swinging around and be like... <laughs> Give me a beer. Like, does Tolbert serve her or does Tolbert try to kick her out?
3: Yeah, you got a swastika on. You're going. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll take a suplex out. <laughs> I'll take one for my people.
1: That, that's what we need to be for Halloween. Is we, Mike can be Bull <laughs> I can be dumb. But like, we, what? We're, we're like the, the crew. I, like, I'm,
0: it- I'm cool. I'm, like, culturally appropriating, like, Asian women.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> our Halloween costume. All right. Uh that's it. Any final thoughts? We're good.
0: Great episode. Great episode last week. I like when Aaron gets the rundowns in early. So,
1: are we are do you think we're we're slowly crawling our way out of that that shithole that, that we've been I, in? I think I think,
0: I think so. we are. We are Jeff Hardy in rehab at this point. <laughs> we're crawling <laughs>
2: ourselves out. Jesus, of, that,
0: of that just like godforsaken pit we were in for yeah, we several out, months crawling out months. And
3: heading towards uh, Myrtle Jeff, Beach. Jeff <laughs> party. Yeah, so, so Myrtle
1: Beach,
0: the Myrtle Beach incident will be when Cookie moves to Colorado.
1: So, <laughs> just lose all so, hope hey, again.
0: hey, you know what though? Guys, let's not look to the future. Let's live in the moment. Ooh. We're going to go ahead and we're going to embrace the greatness that is to come until Cookie leaves. We are going to just spread joy and amazing wrestling content. We're going to be great. This is We're going to live in the moment. We're doing it.
1: Uh, one last thought before... Um, I, we, we go. The number one question has been who threw up on themselves after taking that shit? I've been asked that multiple <laughs> times. <this laughs> Your wife was one of the people that asked me that question. She's like, Wait, who, who threw up on themselves after taking nah, that dirty
0: name, shit? TV. Can't do it. Can't, that, do it. Can't
1: do it. I think, I think Jasmine actually may have played it for the person that
3: threw up <laughs> on yeah, themselves. Everyone, think, everyone thinks it's her.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, but like maybe it is maybe it isn't
0: it was not jasmine maybe it was not jasmine it was but, not me but did that person feel shame
1: oh fuck no no, no this no person shame. has no I
0: love shame it. whatsoever I love was it you know what definitely live felt your life. better afterwards live your life i think i embrace the experience
1: uh, thank <laughs> you for listening to two dollar steak a pro wrestling podcast